I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. Yo, this is Life in Perspective, episode 20. I have decided. Let's get it. Yo, welcome to Life in Perspective. Hey, we are back just one week later and I'm super duper excited to be here with you guys. I feel like, you know, we've caught our rhythm. We're back in the swing of things. All right. All right. All right. All right. (laughs) Yo, what is popping with y'all? We have made it to 20 episodes of season two. I am super honored and gracious that you have decided to take this journey with me of putting your life in perspective. And this season has been a crazy journey, y'all. It's been a crazy journey. We didn't move across the land. We have, you know, and 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 I am. What's today? Thursday. It's the twenty sixth, y'all. I'm two days away from my third year anniversary. The day I chose to follow God and move across the country with no plan, no, <laughs> barely any friends, one friend, no plans, just a word from the Lord. And let me just tell you that He has proven good on His word. Okay, He has proven good on his word. If you listen to the episode before this, I think it was scars. I talked about, you know, throughout this journey, throughout this three years is when I really have recognized that Jesus is real. And I have just over the last couple of weeks, just been overwhelmed by like, yo, God, you really, you really gave me glory after this. You really worked it all for my good. And I am just excited about what God's going to do because I know that he it's, this is only the beginning. This is only the beginning. I don't really know, you know, where we're going to go with this today. But um, it was very interesting. Like I was sitting on my couch in my prayer time this morning, actually. And I felt like I just heard the words I have decided. So when I journaled, like I titled my journal entries, it's usually just prayers and conversation with God. I love to write it out and just have moments with him. And I titled it, I have decided. And it's really interesting because people would ask me like, man, what made you move to LA? Like you heard the Lord but like, what did that really look like? And I think at the end of the day, the bottom line is that I made a decision, man, that I'm going to follow God no matter what. And so I think that's kind of what inspired this topic or this episode is that like, man, whatever it is that you feel like you hear God saying, whatever that thing is in your heart, it really just boils down to making a decision. Like, just make a decision. And here's the thing. So I was talking to my friend, um, Tuesday the other day. And, um, because I recognized that your girl didn't gain 10 whole pounds. All right. 10 whole pounds. And I want to say it happened maybe in two or three weeks. I'm confused. And the crazy thing is I had COVID back November, 2020. So it's almost been a year since I had COVID and prior, like in 2020, I didn't really gain weight. So I've been a solid number. Ha. You thought I was going to tell you what the number is, but I'm not. I've been a solid number for almost a year and a half. I haven't gained weight. And so I'm like, there could be a health part of this like because I'm sure that that's not normal but I was fluctuating between two pounds like I would go up and then when I would eat bad I mean I would go up when I would eat bad and then I would drop down when I got back on my thing and then to be honest with y'all I've had 10,000 visitors um in the course of the last three months and we just be eating and laying down and watching tv and it's really bad it's not good not good healthy habits and so I was like talking to my friend we were at the store and that's when I realized I didn't went up a pant size 
where where I was extra small. I'm not there no more. And I was really sad. I was like so sad. It was so disappointing. Although I knew what I had been doing and I knew the results that would come from the decisions that I was making, but I just didn't think it applied to me. <laughs> it does. Okay. There's weight and fat is no respective of persons. All right. And so I'm like, man, like I'm like starting to beat myself up. Like, dang, how did I get here? All of these things. And she just simply says like, you know, it's just a decision, you know, tomorrow's a new day, make a decision that you don't want to live the way that you've been living. You don't want to eat the way that you've been eating. And I'm like, yo, that is so real. It is literally a decision. And I woke up the next day and I made a decision. I was already um, about to enter into a time of fasting. And I'm like, you know, Lord, the fast has nothing to do with me losing weight, um, but it is going to help me position to get my my eating habits back on track. And I made a decision. I made a decision to let soda go. Because that's what that's what y'all call it. It's really pop, but I'll call it soda. So y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I, I went back to the gym. I had a session with a trainer. Let me tell y'all, my arms, they really, really, really hurt in my back and my legs. They all hurt. I could barely get out of bed this morning, but I made a decision that I'm going to be consistent. And I was also thinking about, okay, you know, we always got to tie this into God's word. And there were multiple um, examples that he kind of put on my heart this morning. I really, really, really thought about Lot's wife and how she didn't make a decision. She didn't settle in her heart with the decision that came out of her mouth, which caused her to look back and turn into a pillar of salt. And um, I, I, that one was really key for me because I, I think about how in life I have made decisions to follow God, but there's still a part of me that looks back. There's still a part of me that considers the things I had to walk away from. There is a part of me that considers like, dang, feel like this was the right decision. I feel like this is what God is telling me to do. But I also feel like there's a lot of great things I had to leave. There's a lot of great things I had to walk away from. And um, I shared on my Instagram, I had a conversation with Pastor Mike Todd on Sunday. And it really like, it shifted me, right? Like shifted my perspective. It helped, helped me put life in perspective because he was like, you know, man, he's like, people think it takes faith to walk into a thing, which it does, but it takes greater faith to walk away from something. Because here's the thing, I have to trust that God is going to do better than what he's asking me to walk away from. And let me just tell you, I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. And it's crazy, right? Because that's a hymn. Like I grew up in a Baptist church that's a hymn that we used to well I grew up in a Baptist church and a and an African Methodist Episcopal Church because I went to a Christian school, but it was an, Af- an AME. I grew up in church where they sung hymns. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. I remember them singing that hymn where that meant I've decided to follow Jesus. And then it says no turning back, no turning back. And I can remember like older mothers in the church, like most of my teachers, they were a lot older. We called them sister. Like it was a Catholic school. It wasn't, but praise the Lord. <laughs> and I can like I can hear them still now singing it beyond like words like singing it with so much conviction like I could tell by the way that they sung that song that they really really made a decision to follow Jesus and I just want to challenge you today like to make a decision to follow Jesus at all costs because let me tell you if you don't make the decision in your heart 
align with what's coming out of your mouth or what's coming out of your encouraging words that you're giving to people, hey, it's, it's going to be challenged. This time that we are in is next level. I've never seen anything like it. I remember growing up as a kid and everybody would be like, we are living in the last days. Y'all for real, for real. And I know every generation feels like they living in the last days, but <laughs> I, I think we got one up on them. I genuinely think we are in the last days. Like we are in the last days. Now, a day unto the Lord is a thousand years, but I think we are at least in the start of the last days. And I'm just telling you, if it's going, it's going to get worse. I think if you have not aligned your heart with what comes out of your mouth, you are not going to last. What you think you believe will change based on what's happening in the world. And so I'm challenging you to make a decision to follow Jesus, whatever that looks like. I don't know if I told y'all in the last podcast, I probably did. I don't know, but I'm gonna tell you again if I didn't. But I was reading a post um, maybe last week or the week before last that Christine Kane shared regarding the church that is based in Afghanistan, you know, like there's believers and missionaries who have dedicated their lives to make sure that the people of Afghanistan meet Jesus. And, you know, they're saying like, yo, the Taliban is seeking them out and killing them. Anybody who is a believer and I'm reading it and in it, it says, you know, they are anticipating meeting Jesus within the next two weeks. I mean, feels like a casual read, right? And then it hit me in my heart. I'm like, man, the thing that I take for granted, like reading my Bible and and praying to the Lord out loud wherever I want to and wherever I choose to, having the ability and the privilege to do that, those are things I take for granted. But that day I woke up and read my Bible and I shed tears because I'm like, man, God, I repent for things like taking these moments for granted and people are losing their lives over an opportunity to share Jesus, something that we don't even consider in our day to day. We don't think about sharing Jesus, walking down the street or everybody that we encounter deserving a moment and an encounter with the one who saved us. Like we don't think about that. We don't consider that. And I had to repent because I'm like, you're right. I've gotten real comfortable in the life that I live and experiencing your goodness and your blessings and not necessarily sharing it like that. The word tells us that he who wins souls is wise. And I'm always praying for wisdom. He's like, how about you tell somebody about me? How about you tell somebody about what I did for you? And so I just wanted y'all to know that I have decided Huh? I have made a decision to follow Jesus and I'm challenging you to do the same, man. Man, surrender your heart to that thought. Like, cause it's really easy to say it out of our mouths and the moment it's countered or the moment it's challenged or the moment it's threatened, we like, ah, do I really want to follow Jesus? <laughs> you know, is it gonna? And, and I think like when we go back to Lot's wife, I think she just was considering what was behind her. I think she was just considering like, man, we were living the life in Sodom and Gomorrah. I mean, we were living in a place that was displeasing to our father and it didn't at all align with who he said we should be on earth. But man, I, I had money. I had cars. I had houses. I was a boss. I was doing it big and I was living my best life. And Lord, you asking me to walk away from that and leave everything behind into a place that I don't even know what it looks like. I don't even know where we going. We just running. I don't know what that looks like, but I need one more look at what I was walking away from. And when you consider, I remember we, we did an episode called how long will you waver in between, you know, what I said and what you have or where 
where you are or what you do. Like, how long will you continue to waver? But I'm not wavering no more. I've decided to follow Jesus. Hey, I remember when I was in college and I was uh, attending a church on the south side of Chicago. And y'all, I would, I would, I struggled heavily with compromise, which is really interesting because, like, in high school, I was really like sure of, you know, my walk with the Lord for the most part, um, as, as best as I could be at 16, 17 and 18. Right. I didn't drink. I didn't smoke. The reality was I didn't do that because I was an athlete and, um, athletes shouldn't do that. But I remember like being in college and struggling with compromise. Like I would say like, all right, I'm gonna serve the Lord. I remember I, I joined a church right at 18. May before I left to go to school and um because prior to that y'all I was over the house of the Lord all right I was over church I, my parents were pastors and I just was doing a lot of work at like 16 17 I was like helping to run a church and I was just tired I was over it I worked at a finish line when you work in retail you know you got to work weekends and so I would be like oh, I gotta go to work on Sundays y'all I would be laying in the bed went to church with my god mom ended up joining her church and kind of like started building a relationship with Jesus for real there were like kids there that were my age so it was pretty cool and I remember like I would be good you know at church praising the Lord, hallelujah, serving. I was like dancing. I was on the worship team. I was like helping out with the youth as well. Like I was just serving the Lord with gladness that I would get to school and I would turn up. Mm -hmm. I would live my best life. And then I would leave school at school and come home. But there was a conviction that I had. So I knew I was wild and I knew I was turning up. And when I would come home, I wouldn't serve. I would just sit because I'm like, I'm not the Lord about to smack me down for out here pretending. (laughs) That was just, that was just, and I, I don't think everybody has to do that. That was just the standard that I set for myself because I knew better. And I also know that like when you are ministering over people, especially in a capacity of worship, what is in your life flows out of whatever you're doing and whatever you're saying. And I just didn't want that responsibility. I didn't I didn't want that on me. <laughs> and I remember like telling my my leader at the time, I'm like, man, it's hard. It is hard to stay on the straight and narrow when nobody in your life is living like that and you gotta be the one that's like nah y'all I can't go nah y'all I can't do this and then I pledged and it was a whole different life it was like like me trying to live life according to what I thought they needed from me like I thought they needed me to show up and tear up the club I thought they needed me to be the one to always get the party started like cause that's just who I was and I felt like after a while even when it didn't feel like me anymore I still wanted to be that for them and that's a whole nother conversation but I'm telling my leader this like man it's really hard And she goes, no, it's not. It's not hard. It's a choice and it's a decision. (laughs) You just make a decision and it won't be hard. And the reality of that was so true. Like once I made a decision that I was going to follow God at all costs, that I was going to follow Jesus at all costs, I was going to choose him no matter what my friends thought, no matter how it made me feel, no matter how alone it felt. I mean, I remember making a decision to follow Jesus. It only lasted for a good month and a half. And then I was a back in the club. (laughs) But I remember Um, because I didn't settle it in my heart and because I was considering what was behind me and what I was walking away from and how it was making other people feel, I didn't really make a decision. I think a decision is something that carries weight. And I think it is something like when you decide on something, like nothing should be able to shake you. And here's the reality, right? We cannot do it in our own strength. Holy Spirit is what allows us to continue to make that decision and to stick with it and align our hearts with what comes out of our mouths. And yeah, 
I've I've decided, y'all. And and I, I don't know who this is for. I, I think it's for someone. I think it's for all of us. I think we are in a time, man, we are living in times where you got to make a decision because what's wrong is going to start looking right and what's right is going to start looking wrong. And if you have not made a decision in your heart, life with Jesus in this time is going to be tough for you. And I think it, it go like, man, to walk away from something does take faith because you got to trust that he got you, even when it don't look like it, even when he gives you a word and tells you to do something. And as soon as you make a decision to do it, life contradicts what he said. You still got to make a decision that I'm going to follow you. No turning back. And for me, I felt like this was something that I needed to do. I think for me, um, the decision that I'm making is to embrace who God has called me to be, man. No shrinking, no second guessing, just being who I am. Like I was talking to my mom and my friend and I'm like, y'all next week, you know, actually next month, September, I have to, to minister four times in one month for the first time, essentially, you know, in a different space. And I'm like telling them like, you know, I know I, I kind of do these little talks on my podcast and I lead a Bible study that I love so much. We are like growing in, in community and relationship and it's starting to feel like a family. And I prepare like, you know, what God wants to say in those spaces. And it, it just feels a little bit different. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm the person who's supposed to be preaching. And speaking on platforms and, and it's really it's really um, it's really been a journey of like catching up to how God sees me. And that is one thing that I have appreciated about Centerpoint is that um, my leader and the people that I serve with have always seen me the way that God does. And sometimes you got to catch up. You know, sometimes you got to got to meet. <laughs> you got to catch up because I'm walking into things that align with who God says I am and how God sees me. And I may be back a little bit. <laughs> um, and so it's definitely been a journey. And both my mom and my friend are just like, no, this is who you are. This is who you've always been. This is what you've always done. It's just like God's now like taking it to another level and taking you to another level. And it's definitely been a journey. But I have decided to embrace wholeheartedly who God has called me to be. Because if I don't fully think that there's a part of me then that feels like I have to make it happen happen and it and I have to rely on my own strength and that ain't what this is if God says this is who I am it's on him to make it happen you know it's on him to bring it to pass and it's so interesting because God gave me a word as I turned 30 and I'm seeing it happen as I go into my fourth year of um following God because I don't live in LA anymore but it will always be my LA versary yeah man I'm just seeing God prove true like I'm seeing his word come to pass like there's a song I love by Maverick City like he's a man of his word and it's so real like it is so real I have had the privilege and the opportunity to experience his words come to pass beyond what I could have ever imagined it to be you know like because there's like it's like a door happens you reach one level and you like man guy you came through and then you like oh you wasn't done <laughs> you wasn't finished you had some more so like it's been an amazing journey so like man y'all if you don't get anything out of this podcast like whatever it is that you need to make a decision on and here it is like it doesn't have to be this massive thing like purpose and destiny like decide to choose joy 
Decide to choose faith over fear. Decide to choose like trust over anxiety. Like decide whatever it is that you need to make it from day to day. Like that's a decision too. like choose to follow Jesus and don't turn back. Whatever that looks like, wherever he's calling you, whatever he's asking you to do, whatever he's requiring of you in this season, man, make a decision. Don't turn back. I think about Jesus and the disciples. It's like Jesus did something for them on their level, like where they were in life. He blew their mind. I remember Peter is he's dipping his net in this poor water child and he ain't getting nothing. Jesus comes in and says, hey, cast your net on this side of the boat. They cast their nets. They have an overflow, an influx of fish, and they've been out there for days trying to catch fish. And he comes and says, hey, do this. And then he says, now I know that I've given you prosperity in this area, but hey, come follow me. I mean, Jesus was a boss. He was like, let me give you everything you dreamed of and hope for over here. And then can you give it back? Can you lay it down and put it down and come follow me? And I'm like, man, the disciples made a decision to follow Jesus. It didn't matter what it cost them. It didn't matter that it's been my job all these years. I've been working at this. I finally became successful. You like, leave it there. I think about a story I shared with you guys before, Elisha and Elijah. Elisha starts to follow Elijah. And then he says, you know what? Let me go burn up every opportunity I would have to look back. Let me go make sure that there's nothing that would keep me in this space, even when I've made a decision to follow you, but it's still in my mind and I'm still thinking about it. Like, let me go make sure there's not even an opportunity to go back to the person I used to be or the place I was or the thing that was keeping me beneath where God is calling me. And I think like, that's what you have to do, man. You just got to make a decision and trust in faith that God has you. And if there is something he's asking you to walk away from or leave or you know, disconnect from that. He'll give you better. And he may give you that thing back. He may give it back to you, but he just wants to know, like, do you love me enough that if I never give it back, if you never see it again, that you can still follow me. Ooh, that one was for me guys. And, um, yeah, make a decision. Just repeat after me. I have decided. Period. But man, make that the posture of your heart. I've decided to follow Jesus is what mine is. Because that looks, it looks differently every day. Every day it looks differently. But it is the best decision I've ever made in my life. And I'm encouraging you to make it. If you don't know Jesus and somebody maybe sent you this podcast and you're listening to it and you're like, hey, I don't even know, dude, but I'm listening to this podcast. Hey, make the decision to follow Jesus. Like give him your heart. And that is simply as believing that he thought you were to die for. It's believing that he died on the cross and that he rose again and that he loves you and he is coming back again for you, for you. That before you were even a thought in your parents' mind, before you were formed in your womb, he knew you and he died for you. And I think that is enough to choose to follow somebody who will die for me before I'm even (laughs) before I even was a thought he was like oh you're worth dying for which means there's nothing you could do to earn his love he's already given it to you it's a gift and so I'm encouraging you to embrace it and even if you know Jesus you have a relationship with him take that with you he thought I was to die for before I was even 
born. Like he, I was worth dying for. So that part of you that feels like you're less than and you're not enough, it's a lie from the enemy because he thought you were worth dying for. You are to die for. Oh my gosh. I love that. Because we, we always trying to earn it. There's nothing you could do to earn it. There's nothing you could do to to not earn it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, to not deserve it. He already gave it to you. So there's nothing you could do to disqualify yourself from his love. He loves you. And he's proven it. And we out here loving people who ain't proved an ounce of their love. The least we could do is love a Jesus who has proven it. Who has put his life on the line for it. Yeah. So make a decision today. And if you chose to make a decision to follow Jesus, I'm super excited about the rest of your life. Today starts the rest of your life with Jesus. And you might have had a great life before you met him. But life with him, you'll never be the same. You'll never go back. So don't look back. Make a decision. Hey, I hope something was said today, guys, to help put your life in perspective. I love you. I am always praying for you. And you know, we will be right back here next week. This is Life in Perspective. We out.